Alexa, open SEN. For all things AFL and cricket, thanks to Drinkwise, just ask... Alexa, open SEN. Overnight cricket scores or AFL news. You won't miss a moment if you drink wise. Just ask... Alexa, open SEN. Hey, Harves. The doc's on his way with a whiz. He's already signed Merv. He's offered Simon a school. And he'll get that fat kid too. Hop back in the car and head home. I can't hang around. I've got a couple of my stallion mates I want to have a chat. See you around. Not since Tim Watson did a cameo on Home and Away have we heard such a natural transition from the sporting life to the acting world. That was Johnny Longmire as part of Whippy Watson last week and did that go down well. He's been good enough to join us, the coach of the Swans. Welcome, horse. G'day, guys, Tim. You're getting bored out of your brain up there, aren't you? You run out of things to do, clearly. Yeah, yeah there's a couple of uh, couple of issues. One is it's uh, it's very boring. This isolation doesn't suit me too well. But um, also, when the old ex-boss rings up and asks for a favour, I uh, I jump. When was Tim were you, your ex-boss? In what life was that? Uh, when I was uh, playing footy in the early nineties, um, Tim Tim Watson and Michael Moose Thompson, uh, they were my boss there for a while, and in the landscape <laughs> gardening <laughs> business, and uh, I had great re- memories of uh, Tim setting the standard with uh, the barrel loads of dirt, and then going and having a coffee. <laughs> yeah. and hey, Gary, Gary, posted we a photo on... recently of Tim and Michael Thompson up in um, in Queensland trying to get palm trees and. Moose had the shortest shorts on we've ever seen, and we worked out how he got his nickname. Yeah, that wasn't the uniform for the joint, was it? Uh, well, it. Uh, I think that uh, that was back in the glory days of, uh, of, of Watson and Thompson, and so I think it was probably the uniform. Hey, Gary, we uh, we had uh, we had Johnny on a job, and uh, he turned up in his. Um, his North Melbourne footy nicks, and it was a rather warm day. It was a rather warm day. He took his shirt off, and the lady kept adding jobs. He ended up being there for a month. He was only supposed to be there for two days. Oh, We're all going a bit crazy here, horse. Uh, um, how, how much? Um, how much footy are you doing at the moment? Uh, the days are actually pretty busy, Gary. We're sort of, um, uh, you know, talking to. Both um, our staff, our staff that are still on board, the staff that have been stood down. You're talking to the players. I mean, 45 players, and and um, and you're trying to contact them as much as you can. There's uh, there's a fair bit going on, so you sort of just um, uh, you lock yourself in your office during the day and uh, and get to work. And so, how involved are you or Tommy Harley of the club in? The discussions that we read in you know in our, in our age newspaper today that the AFL are looking at a central hub potentially to play you know to have maybe six teams in one area and six in another. Are you across those sorts of conversations? Have they been floated around at clubland? Uh, they've been floated through our football managers. So they've uh, you know last week there were some discussions taking place um, in regards to what it might look like when we get back, and there was some opinions thought from all the various footy clubs. Uh, so. So that's been thrown into the mix, um, and look, there's a there's a fair way to go though. So it's um, yeah. you know you can understand the AFL uh, being focused on other things over the last couple of weeks. So I'm sure the attention will start to turn and what it might look like from now on in. And just quickly, Tim, uh, did you think that could work though? Would that how how would you see that working, and could it work? Uh, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. That wasn't certainly uh, one of the things that was discussed last week. I mean, it might have been thrown up over the weekend. And I'm, uh, look, we're open to anything. I know the NRL are, are talking about something similar up here about going into hubs and, and being open to um, 
uh, you know, just having multiple games over short periods of time, we're open to anything really. We want to get the game going again. Uh, John, uh, guys that need some physio and treatment and stuff like that, and you know, like Buddy, we know that Buddy missed the uh, the first game, the only game that's been played this season. What does somebody like he do to get that specific treatment that he may require? Uh, there's, yeah, there's pretty strong protocols that have been put in place from the AFL that um, they're to go into a they can still get treatment, but it goes to into the general practice, um, and and they're able to go into a general practice and get that treatment that's required. They can't go into the club, so um, yeah, those the, the the players that are still in rehab mode and and Lance is through that now. We'd, we'd expect he would have been playing by now. Um, the, the players that are in rehab mode are still able to get some sort of treatment, although it's still not obviously the level that it was before the, the shutdown. And are the most vulnerable players at your club, and I'm assuming this would be true at most AFL clubs, the younger players that haven't been in the system for a while, now they've got that free time on their hands, they're probably not sure what they can or can't do or what they should or shouldn't do. Uh, how, how are you keeping sort of track of those young players? Yeah, it's a really good point, Tim. I mean, that, that is, um, you know, we've got younger players, obviously, as all, all clubs have got in that first year or two in the AFL system. They're, they're just getting used to the routine of, of, of working, let alone AFL football. They're just getting into to what it's about and, and getting up in the morning and just going to work. Like, a lot of uh, 18-year-olds around the world would be going through a similar thing, that if they've been put off, now what do they do? And and we're we're conscious of that. We're trying to stay connected with our with our players, and particularly our younger players, to make sure they've got a routine, a healthy routine that keeps them right physically and mentally. Are you doing? Um, this might sound stupid, but is there is there online learnings to be done here in terms of game plan and whiteboard stuff and you know uh, um, <clears throat> video review? Can you still do that sort of stuff now? Yeah, we've tried to do. Uh, we did a uh, review of a part review of of our Adelaide game. Just to, our leaders were keen for the players to get some sort of football content. So I, I ran a uh, uh, a session online. It was uh, it wasn't one hundred percent as 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 effective as what it was beforehand. But we understand we have to make some compromises and. Um, and we'll be trying to feed some football stuff and content to them. Um, but it's also a, a time that they can get into their professional development in an off-field sense and really jump into that, those that are studying and and um, and make themselves better. They just can't afford to be sitting around all day at home. They need to have a real purpose and they get out of bed every day. Apart from playing a cameo occasionally on uh, the adventures of Whippy Watson outside of footy, what are you, what are you doing there to sort of uh, entertain yourself, John? Uh, I'm like the, I'm taking the, the advice that I'm providing to the players, which is I get up early in the morning and get on an exercise routine with my kids um, and make sure that I'm nice and, and healthy, get out of bed, and then, and then I get to work. It's it's um, it's you know staying, trying to stay connected with the people that are that are at your footy club or or have been stood down um, right throughout. You know, there's a there's so much um, uh, of, of discussions going on to make sure that these young blokes are. Uh, are okay, and that's the most important content at the moment. Tommy McCartan, that Tommy McCartan story came to light over the weekend too about the fact that he got a pretty heavy knock. I don't know if we've spoken to you about this uh, previously, but um, that was a pretty scary time for the young kid and um, being told that he was unlikely to ever play again, uh, the, the best-case scenario has unfolded for him. Yeah, absolutely, Gary. It was um, it was a really scary time for he and Joe and Maddie's mum and dad and the whole family to um, to be able to sit there and and, uh, and listen to 
to the doctor before the the scan was taken place, and then and then come out afterwards with a completely different uh, verdict and a, and a happier one, a lot happier one. It was a pretty traumatic time for for Tommy and the family. So it was a great great result. I mean, he's a great kid, great family. Did you uh, have reason to pick the phone up to Isaac Heaney and ask him about his jumping bloody uh, in the <laughs> dam on the back of the boat or not? Something that you would have oh, been doing I... since the age of about ten. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's. Uh, I mean, Isaac grew up on that farm. I mean, he's he's. Uh, I think we've just got to hold back a little bit at this time at the really strong opinions. Uh, I think you know these young blokes. Are, these, these are unprecedented times. I don't know what you guys were doing when you were in the early twenties. I bet you it wasn't self isolation. So, no. um, you know, we've 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 just got to just take a deep breath, uh, Isaac. I'm pretty confident knows where the line is, and you know he grew up on the farm. He's been since he's been able to walk. He's been an outdoor adventurous type. We just got to be mindful through these times, just to you know the really strong opinions on on what people are and aren't doing and how they're coping. We've just got to sort of step back from that. I think. Hey, John, just finally, very good advice. One final question from me: uh, When the game restarts, and we're all being conditioned to how how. Um, streamlined some of the football clubs may be in terms of those that are re-employed at football club land. How will the change, how different will the game look if we or you don't have the same number of coaches at your disposal? I think there's been a, a, a focus, a, a, an incorrect focus, Tim, on um, on the coaches' box, on a photo or on match day and, and what everyone's role is on match day. I think that's been unfairly led and it should just be a recorrection in that discussion that the football departments aren't just about that analytics and analyzing football and game plans and football departments largely focus around the the health and well-being of your people and our our biggest assets are our people and so um there's no question the football department department's going to look different but what we we have to be mindful of is that there's a big role that all these people play in the in the support and well-being of the players, not just the game style. And I think that'll take care of itself, but we're going to make sure that the connectedness and the support of people is the most important thing. Hey, Johnny, thanks for joining us, mate. You're always good. Jump on the line whenever you ask. We really appreciate it, and um, stay safe. Good on you. You too, boys. Thank you. Hey, Johnny Longmire uh, joining us there up in Sydney. Uh, just to, by the way, I, I can't remember what news it was. Maybe it was, was it Channel West where uh, Isaac Heaney spoke last night? Was he on your news or does he? No, he wasn't on our news last night. Okay, he so he, he was fantastic the way he handled that question. He didn't, and so was John Longmire just then, by the way. He didn't get defensive. You know how some people would mm. you know, screw their face up and say, oh, Kane's a tool or a deal. He didn't get defensive at all. He just sort of had a smile and he said, look, I've, you know, I knew what I was doing. I've been here for a long time. I understand that people would raise that question, but I was fine with it. Like He spoke really, really well and... Uh, diffused at all, so that's a good thing. And then horse, just what he yep. said there, I think is pretty important too. At these times, the really, really strong opinions you don't, I don't think, are needed necessarily. These are strange, strange times, and I think um, players can be excused from time to time for whatever pursuit that they may be involved in, just to try and ease the boredom in their lives at the moment. I mean, we've never been in a situation like this before, so I think we just have to hold our fire a little bit. Okay, I asked you earlier about the hub, and if you. If there was an area where you wanted to play, I want you to get serious about this. Have some, give this some thought. Where could these so-called hubs be? If there were three hubs, if there were six mm. teams that went to three different places on a serious note, I want you to tell me where you think they could be. And also out there, if you've got some thoughts, share them with us on the text or via the phone, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. We'll take your calls on it after the break.